Hello, everyone, and welcome to Innovation Fuel, the podcast that brings you fantastic stories from entrepreneurs and key industry professionals. I am Dave Kiran. And I am Gelare Fahadian. We are educators, entrepreneurs, and your hosts. Innovation Fuel is our weekly business podcast brought to you by University Canada West. Each week, we explore diverse business models, entrepreneur journeys, experts' insight, and managerial challenges, and how companies stay agile and innovative during COVID-19. Check out our episodes at www.ucanwest.ca slash innovationfuel. Galari, how are you doing today? Dave, hi, Dave. I want to share something with you, Dave. I have some challenge to hiring good talents. My, yeah, it's it's really, it's a really big competitions for hiring talents and receiving a good CVs. And I think that the main reason for that one is employer branding. It's about how candidate and talents know you, how they can trust you, how they think that you're so awesome and working with you is a great thing to do. And that piece, I think that we really need to work on. But I think the other thing, too, that you're kind of leading towards, and I think this is the challenge. I think, you know, it's trying to find that needle in the haystack is that, you know, like you've got a ton of quality people out there, but are they the right people for your organization? You know, you know, we go and we have, you know, we put a job description up and we go put an ad in Indeed or we put it out there and, and all of a sudden you get a 1500 resumes. How do you get through the 1500 resumes in order to find that needle in the haystack? The one that actually aligns with your value within your organization and that, and that actually has some passion towards what you're doing and wants to be a part of that. Absolutely. Do you remember the Chris Hobbs that he yeah. had? It? Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think that his discussion was unfinished because he was talking about the culture of his organization. He was talking about he's so blessed to have the very good talents and good 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 connection with the big universities. So we invited him again, and what we want to ask about is talent management process. Yeah, because he brought up a very very interesting things around his values, his values around integrity and passion, and and then the alignment as he said to the culture element. Yes, yes. Do we have Chris here with us today? Yes, I, we want to welcome back Chris Hop, the CEO of TTT Studios. Welcome back, Chris Hobbs. So we haven't finished our discussion with you. And I think that we can talk about about, about your wonderful team. Oh, let's do that. I love talking about my wonderful team. Yes, let's get into it. I think, you know, you left off with some uh, some really juicy points from our last episode. And you talked about some of the things you were doing with the survey and trying to figure out what your actual core culture is about and what many languages are in there. But yeah, let's 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 jump into this further and, and let's talk about what that team looks like. How do you forge this team? How does it come together? What's your philosophy, my friend? For sure, for sure. I mean, we're, we're blessed. I think we're in a kind of a unique position, uh, especially in tech, because it's hard to hire for tech. We actually have a lot of people who want to work with us. And, you know, you know, when you've got the, the Amazons and the Microsofts and all of that, who, who you know, provide amazing opportunities, um, you know, maybe your code won't be touched as much because you're in a pretty big pool. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, we're, we're really blessed in the sense of the majority of our, of our engineers, our teams have advanced degrees, the vast majority 
and we call it a kind of a special force effect. We have great relationships with universities in order to to bring the great talent in and to, um, you know, just kind of create amazing things together. So uh, before going to that one, it is because you talk about your values on the culture. So what about the competencies you're looking for to hiring talents? Sure. Well, I mean, the, the, there's a reason why we look at advanced degrees, which, which again, is overkill for our industry. Okay. And I, I know it's overkill, but we want to be, you know, people that are really pushing the gamut. Also people that are really constantly questioning, why are we using this technology? Maybe we should use this. But, you know, we also have this philosophy that it's great to hire people that have one framework, like, you know, hey, I do React. Okay, great. React's great. We like to look at it from the perspective of, well, we know, you know, the framework and we also know that what's under the hood, the zeros and ones under the hood. So we can we can scale a project much better. And I think going after those with with advanced degrees and, you know, let that be in, in engineering, obviously, but also in business. I, I mentioned the last one. I think we have six MBAs. Our, our CEO is, a, is an MBA from UBC and a lawyer. Um, you know, I, I'm the one that dropped out of grad school like an idiot. So I'm, I am I am what I am. But, you know, I don't work for the man. If that's, you know, if you can see my air quotes here. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy for that much. Like, you know, before before this COVID thing happened, I, I kind of reflect on one thing that happened. I was I was in a Starbucks and I, I'm a morning person. I got in the office today at five. I got kids in hockey and it just doesn't seem even when they don't get up, I get up anyhow. Um, and I was in the Starbucks and I'm a pretty cheery dude to begin with. And the lady that was working there, you know, said, how's your day? And I'm like, it's perfect. She goes, how's it perfect? And I'm like, well, you know, it's Monday, but it means I get to hang out with my team working on really, you know, cool problems to solve using technology. And, you know, we get to have so much, so much fun doing it. And, you know, it's, it's awesome. And she goes, and she just told me, you know, I wish I was doing that. I'm like, I hope you can do that too. You know what? It just, you find your own, find your own voice, find your, find your song and you can do that. Just recognize though, that you might not want to be under someone else's thumb. If you can figure out a way that you can free yourself to do what you want to do, it's not work. It's, 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 it's a, it's a mission. It's fun. Chris, if if I want to limit you for three characteristics, if you see in the people, for example, a candidate, what is the three characteristics or competencies for you as the most important competencies or characteristics to hire? Sure. We used to have one rule, no hipsters. You know, other, other companies could have hipsters, uh, but we kind of want to be huggers. Um, but really, you know, I'm looking for people that are constantly wanting to improve the system. So people that are hungry, you know, I'll, I'll, give, I'll give an example of, of, of Nick. Uh, again, the project manager who I was talking about who did the CSR poll. Uh, Nick is ex-NASA project manager. He worked up in the Arctic as a project manager for the American and Canadian militaries, getting the planes in. This is a very qualified dude, uh, you know, did his master's. And I believe, I believe it's some form of engineering around rocks, but he can correct me on that one, and I'm sure he shall. Um, but really, what he's brought to the table, for example, is that we are having continuous improvement meetings once a week, and we are very focused on it. Um, very, very focused. So I would say, you know, those who are not just sitting there going, oh, I know C++, you know, a language that maybe 20 years ago you really needed. I want to go, hey, what's the next thing that we can do that's going to create greater, you know, things for our, for our clients? Um, I want people that, you know, that want to be experts at what we do. I don't want hobbyists. Hobbyists are great if it's a part-time gig, but, you know, we are professionals. And I also want people to think big. I mean, I don't want to stifle anyone's thoughts. I want you to, you know, let's break some eggs. I hate that, you know, that I just used, you know, the term like that. But but, but but it's really true, right? Like, you can't create greatness until you you reflect on where you've been and where you need to go. And that's that, that's that's just a great formula. Okay, so you need someone for forward-thinking 
and more creative about and futuristic maybe yeah for sure yeah it's rather than focusing what is happening now what is the trend now what is going to be next trend so how to focus on that next trend okay so how do you evaluate this candidate will come to you and have an interview and have a brilliant cvs so how you can figure it out if this person is a forward thinking Sure. You know what? I, you know, I'm going to use the co-op experience here because I do more. I don't tend to hire the engineers. In fact, I do very little with the HR now. We have a team that does that stuff, but I still do the co-op stuff because uh, I love working with students. OK. And the first thing I do when I'm working with a student is I don't want them to show me a project they did for school. I want them to show me a hobby project, because if you show me a hobby project, it shows me what you love doing, which technology you love working with. And, you know, and why did you do it? And I remember we had this one guy's son. I think he's doing his PhD at UBC now. The guy's a freaking genius. He, he helped us with one of our facial recognition algorithms that, that was incredible. But he showed me an app that was so ugly that most companies would probably look at it and go, why would you show me that? But he didn't work with a designer. This is just him trying to do something. And the app was so cool because it was to remind him to feed his dog. And if he didn't feed his dog, an image of a dog showed himself angrier and angrier and angrier until he would go and finish it. And I just, I remember asking him, like, I don't even think I asked him about his skill set. He was like, why did you do that? Like, what was it that made you want to do that? What, who's your dog? You know, like all those things. That, I think, is where you can recognize a passion a lit. Whereas, yes, I did this app with Excel spreadsheets. It is great. Okay, that's awesome. I'm sure you'll do great at another company. You know, I want you to show me what makes you really, really want to make a difference and create impact in the world. Mm, that is a great thing to do. Um, you, you said that you said that people are lining up for you to come to your company. Yeah, we're not, we're not with COVID, I suppose. They, we don't tend to line up, but we do have a lot of resumes and it's something that we're really blessed for. And, you know, we're, we're constantly hiring. We actually just hired, I believe, our 51st or 52nd employee like two days ago. Um, we had hired almost 20 people in the last two months. I mean, it's been, it's been busy uh, on that front. And I think speaking to other companies, they're having real challenges hiring. And the, the technologies that we're trying to, you know, fill, the, the skill set that we're trying to fill, that's that's really in demand. And, you know, we're not able to compete with an Amazon. Like, uh, there's zero percent chance. So what we do is we offer them something that Amazon can't, which is, well, you're not going to work crazy hours to begin with, okay? You, if you do, it's, it's on yourself. We, we never make people do that. But we're also going to try to, you know, make it so that you can, can just – create products that are going to create impact instead of products that may or may not even see the light of day. Like we, we are going to force on you becoming a better person. We are going to, um, you know, be family first. We're going to, if you become a Canadian citizen, we are going to party together because we know that we were a big part of that journey for you. And that might've been the reason why you came to Canada to begin with is that you wanted this new chapter in your life. Well, we're going to do what we can to make that happen for you. So we'll go the extra mile to give you opportunities that the larger ones won't, that maybe they'll do it in pay, um, but we'll do it in culture and uh, friendship. So, Chris, you're talking about something that I, that I think that, you know, a lot of tech companies struggle with getting the talent in the door. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I know we, we do have the competition of out there. Yeah, we have big organizations, Amazon, all those elements that are out there. But there's still a lot of individuals, a lot of, a lot of small, medium-sized SMEs that are struggling to get this technology through the door. And they're looking outside the boundaries of Canada to bring it in externally. What's your piece on this element? How do you guys, like, you still have people knocking on your door. You still have this lineup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Again, it's a blessing, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're doing we're doing something right, and we're going to continue looking at the better you know ways to improve it, so we can continue that path. But you know, I'm finding a lot of the work that we also get is kind of like what you touched on. It's a sense of it's um, 
a startup, a, you know, relatively well-funded startup. There's a couple, again, that we're working with that they're, they're going to be big. I, I know these companies are going to be big because they're doing some really, really cool stuff. But they can't hire because people are nervous about startups when they can get, you know, huge roles with, uh, you know, Microsoft or something like that. So we get to be kind of like that middle tier uh, to get those startups going. Now, again, I mean, this this one startup I'm talking about, um, well, there's a couple, but there's one legible uh, there because I know they're going to be, a, a, I, I, I love to share who they are because they're so cool. Um, and uh, they're, they'll, they'll be launching pretty soon. But what their product is, is their Spotify for books. So if you like books, you get a you get a, a membership and you can get pretty much any book. And they've already got one and a half billion because they made deals with all of the uh, publishers. So they've already got about one and a half billion books that you can get your hands on. And, you know, that's something we love. We love books. You know, uh, who doesn't like books? Um, and, you know, we get to work on those type of projects, which is super cool. You know, um, so you, you, you again, I'm not clear because you're always saying that because you're doing, doing a great job for your talents, but how do you attract them? How it means, as you said, that they lining up for you, but what they, what do they know about you that come to you and how did you build that relationship? Sure. Sure. Uh, it starts from, from the, the, actually the relationship you create with the community and the school. Okay. With, with education where you're going to have the pool of talent. Um, and you also want to help steer some of that pool of talent in the sense of, you know, we want to engage with, you know, universities to, to make sure that they're teaching the right skill sets instead of, I mean, computer science at, at, at UBC, for example, a couple of years ago, it was teaching things that were way too old for it to be practical. You know, so we get to engage with them to say, hey, let's do things that make more sense. You know, like, let's do things that go culture forward. But we're also going to sponsor your events. We're going to sponsor hackathons. We're going to sponsor, you know, your, well, just your events. We're going to do whatever we can to make sure they're successful. And as well, that you have a good time while you're learning because we want to continue that path. And we want to share our message that it is going to be a good time. Um, we also want to engage in the community. We have a large office, totally useless clubhouse right now. But we do have a large office, about 8,000 square feet. And we had an entire half dedicated to events. So we would have a meetup or some sort of event probably three times a week prior to COVID at our office where we just get to meet lots of people and, you know, get to hear lots of talent. We also have uh, barbecues. Our last office prior, we had a huge patio. So we would have barbecue events where we say UBC, yes, if you like any of the universities, come on in. Uh, free beer, free food. Um, let's just meet each other. There's, there's, you know, if you want to drop off resumes, great. If you want to talk for, you know, about what you're working on, great. If you're not looking for a job, that's great too, because maybe you do know someone. Um, so we, we want to hold those events as much as possible. Can you come to the barbecues, beer stuff? I love them. Oh, they're fun. Well, yeah, but you know, no one likes me at a barbecue because I'm a vegetarian. So uh, everyone's <laughs> like, oh, look, look, don't, 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 you don't want him cooking. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So, but please invite me. I would love to come to those events. So uh, one more thing. On the last episode, you were talking about the diversity of your team and this the diversity can bring it. Do you have access to the uh, non-Canadian talent outside of Canada? No, we don't really look that direction. We're looking for those who are kind of already inside. Um, there's a lot of reasons for it. A, there's, there is a lot of talent here. I mean, we do have a relatively pleasant uh, immigration policy. Um, we have one or two people from outside that we're supporting for immigration right now, very qualified individuals, but really they're connected to some of our people. So, you know, it's already kind of, you know, de-risking it for us because they've worked you know, for Accenture or some of these organizations in the States or, or wherever together. Um, 
well, also because you've got a lot of the tax credits too, right? And and also there's there's oh well, yeah, there's just so much talent here that, that and, and that's that's growing, and I hope continues uh, to grow. Um, so there's no reason for us to really look abroad. And there's a lot of I mean, there's the world's talented place. I mean, COVID kind of forced us to not just be. We used to only be Lower Mainland Vancouver. Okay, we would only hire Lower Mainland Vancouver, but we have hired some people now. Um, you know, Ontario, New Brunswick, uh, Nova Scotia, um, you know, Alberta, they're, they're very talented and our processes and the systems are good. Now we can kind of keep, you know, QA, uh, in check. And that's not, that's not a problem. That was one, one of our previous concerns, but it's also been a benefit because, you know, we are looking at opening up an office in Toronto. Uh, we, what we would have done is we would have opened up an office and then hired people and then tried to figure out, you know, how do we hire and all that in Toronto and a place we don't really have relationships initially um, or the same way as in Vancouver. But now we've got like five or six people already in Ontario. So we kind of, you know, did the fifth column sort of thing where we're, we can open up an office and they've already come, you know, probably have to wait a little bit till after COVID, especially the current situation in, in Ontario, <laughs> um, you know, but well, I'm here too, I suppose, but um, it's easier to look a little bit more outside of Vancouver, but we're still going to be looking within the, uh, within the Maple Leaf border. So has, 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 has Chris, has COVID created a new pivot for you around HR because of that element? Like, has it would have forced you to do that or just, or is that in your plan along? You know, I'm going to say indirectly it did. And the reason why is because, and I hate saying this, I hate saying this, but COVID has been really good for business and, you know, and it's caused a lot of digital transformation and we've got to lead that charge. And that's been, you know, really beneficial towards our growth. So in that case, COVID has been, you know, a driver of our HR, but at the end of the day, we are pretty controlled in our process of how we want to do things. Um, so we will, you know, maybe experiment here or there. Um, but there's still some parameters that we don't want to go too far behind or beyond just because again, I mean, the government gives us really good programs to, uh, to hire Canadian, to hire, you know, permanent resident, to hire those within. Um, so there's no reason for us not to, um, until it dries up completely. So, um, you don't have any outsourcing? No, never. I, I don't want to control the quality. I don't want to work with, uh, we spend a lot of time on culture and making sure that this is an experience you want to be part of. Now, if we hire an outsider who has a different culture and all that, doesn't that kind of water down what we're, our mission and what we're trying to do? Like, it's, it's just not something that we want to be part of, really. Uh, and again, we know there's talented people everywhere. Um, but we might as well just work with what we've got as long as it's working um, and it continues to work. So what do you do for their onboarding so it seems that your culture is absolutely very important for you so what you're doing sure for your onboarding yes yeah well i mean uh, we have an hr team victoria who's, who's incredible and she'll onboard and if they were, if you're interested in knowing ttt's culture go to our website about us careers um i believe our handbook which is our, our onboarding and about us is publicly on our website so you can actually look to see what it's going to be like to be a ttt -er, because that public information is on our website for anyone to see. Yeah. And so what, when you're going through the selection process, so you said you said co-op element, you said students, you're engaged with the universities, what outside universities, when you're selecting these individuals, what kind of a process do you pull them through so that you can actually find that creativity, that element of that app and that piece that you're looking for? Yeah, well, it, it, I mean, it really depends on the technology we're trying to serve. With design, it's a little bit easier. You're either UX or UI and or a mix or whatever. But with, with engineering, it's like, oh, yeah, we need a guy that does – or a person, pardon me, that does C-sharp. We need someone that does React Native, and we need this or that. So we need to find certain skill sets. Um, it's, it's, it is a puzzle. Yeah, no, so we, we just have to basically search for those specific skill sets through resumes and, and searching that way. 
Do you do do you do any testing on the way in so that they test oh, yeah. them to suggest their viability? Okay, so yeah, so when we do the onboarding part, so first thing first thing we do is we have a, a phone call uh, usually with one of the HR people. That's more of a culture question to see, you know, what do you know about us? What makes you want to work for us? You know, make it see if it's even worth it. If it's, if it's all these cold answers of, oh, it's a job, it's this, that, we probably aren't going to be that interested. Then there's an interview, test, feedback of test, and then a the follow-up interview with that. Again, it depends on the expediency, but that's that's the typical sort of mature approach we're trying to take on every stage. Perfect. This has been awesome, Chris. We've really enjoyed having you here and learning more about your organization, how you're dealing with HR. Do you have a a, a challenge that you would like to throw out to our audience around maybe HR? Wow. Student can solve it for you. Student. Let's get a student solving a problem here for you. Do you have an HR thing that you want to get? Oh my gosh, you're putting me on the spot for this one because I don't really do much HR directly. I'm more of a I'm more of a cheerleader. But any kind of challenges that our student can help you with. Any challenge yeah, our student can help any you. Any challenge. With. Well, you know what? How about how about this? Identify five companies that you really want to work for and try to ask yourself why is it you want to work for them and what differentiates each one? Like do 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 an understanding of what is it that is the reason that you should work for these groups. And I think if you look internally and, you know, from the flavor of the external, if this is something, you know, I like Google because Google is Google, but what is it that you really want to do with them? Why would you want to do it? And, you know, what differentiates that from Apple or TTT or any of these groups? And then try to describe, you know, what is the perfect, the perfect profession for you, knowing that things are going to change, but where you are in your current, current position or current need and just identify that. I think that'd be an interesting little stomach gazing experience or experiment to know where you want to go. Uh, I love it, Chris. I think it's a great, a great task to throw out to their students. And I think they get them early. So when they're starting this journey of their MBA and or other programs that we end up going with, that they can start thinking about that before they get to the end doors and, <laughs> and scrambling. Hey, Chris, you know, you've been a wealth of knowledge. I do. I just want to ask you one last thing. Is there any bit of tidbits or anything else that you can throw out to our audience today that you that, that you think that we haven't asked? Well, again, maybe maybe I could challenge again is do things not just that you want to do, do things that you know you are creating value in. And if you ask yourself, am I creating value today? Am I making a difference Maybe you should be looking for a change, you know, and, and that's why maybe you've gone back to school. Maybe you're doing an MBA. Maybe you're doing that because you're trying to answer that call. And I think if you want to be true to yourself, and I think you should try to think of it as how do I create value? Don't worry about the value you're receiving. Think about how you're creating value first. And then the, that, that it'll come right back to you. I promise it'll be a win in the long run. <laughs> well, one more thing is what is your what is your advice for a student if they want to work for you? Oh, well, first off, graduate, because I, you know, dropped out. You shouldn't do that. Uh, mom, mom won't be pleased. Um, that's, but I did get my undergrad, so, so that's, that's, that's important. But, yeah, no, if you want to work for us, you know, just work on a hobby project on the side. Just show me what, what interests you um, and try to, try to, you know, if it failed, great. Show me why it failed and where you wanted to go with it, because I don't care if it failed or it didn't work. If it doesn't build, there's, there's a thousand reasons why. But tell me why you wanted to go that way and what, what interested you for it, because I think that's, you know, even more interesting to me. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Chris Hoff. It was a great discussion. It was a great discussion to understand the successful VC companies in tech and how they actually create the employer branding. That is fantastic to know. Thank you, Dave. Thank you, Chris. That was another episode of Innovation Field Podcast. To all entrepreneurs and managers out there, we have ambitious students here at UCW 
who would love to hear from you and help you with your business through our internship, our capstone program. If you think you have a wonderful story or a challenge that you want to share with our students and our audience that you think they can benefit from, we want to hear from you. We want that information. We want you to be a part of this show. We also want you to join our mentorship program. We've got a great mentorship program to help students as they move on their educational journey towards getting into a career or launching a new opportunity. So reach out to us, connect with us at www.youcanwest.ca slash innovation fuel. You have just listened to the Innovation Fuel podcast with your hosts, Dave and Gellere. Subscribe to our podcast on Apple, Google, or Spotify. Join us next week for another innovative story. Thank you for listening and have a great week.